Hello everyone, welcome back to Tales from Stringersburg. Tonight we are going to be wrapping up the Nova Mob arc with me as always. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Is our Allegedly. GM, Mad Flack. <laughs> it is I. Hello in internet land. Mercury Online as Claire. That's me. me. Drew Ninetale Hobbies as a Morgan, the completely calm, level-headed pacifist of the group of the group yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys surely there's a non-violent solution said he Morgan. said he said punchingly it's what's written across <laughs> his knuckle non-violence it's <laughs> 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 got like three letters on I each love it. yeah yeah <laughs> sure that makes N -V -S. sense and oh. mercury if you want to give him a rundown of our whole mat not familiar uh at, yep yep uh as always we'll be staying in character respond to us directly um in chat we'll respond when the camera finger quotes is not on us on our characters um or if you want our attention you can always donate money um if you're listening to this on i'm not yeah, wrong <laughs> the other guys are like the other guys are like mercury don't do that and i'm like no i'm gonna do it <laughs> Um, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, come check us out on Twitch. Twitch is awesome. It's free. Um, we don't run ads or anything like that. And you get to see us. You get to hang out with us. You get to interact with us. That is... And we are very beautiful. We are so beautiful. <laughs> um, and that is, that is every, every Monday, every Monday at nine Eastern. So I was at six right. Pacific and, um, yeah. Yeah. So come, come hang out with us. Um, Come bother us. Come talk to us about our characters or any questions you have about the stream or about us or um, how we can make Josh laugh and distract it and break character. And then Drew can hold up the uh, uh, rabbit trail sign. Ben, so. I, I'm so I'm so glad that this that, that this there, tradition oh. of holding up index cards to the camera has passed from me to Drew. This is very satisfying to me. It's cool. Drew, Drew your well, cards are That's just are because superior. I'm a try-hard artist, so... You know, I gotta shade my little bunny rabbit. He's he's sweaty. He's a sweaty artist. <laughs> he's down here drawing like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be the best. It's gotta be the best. Well. Yeah. It's awful damn good. That's it what is I good. Say. It is good. It's quite good. And see, podcast listeners, you're missing out on them. There we see, are. Come bring it well, back. Bring it back. Blockovich, if you want to give us a walk in from the <sighs> previous session. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I really do. I thought maybe last session would be the final session of Nova Mob, but uh things got interesting. I, you know, I realized before the session I had been making some assumptions about how the device that we're calling the disruptor that Claire built, the thing that wouldn't just perceive the extra-dimensional entities they've been dealing with, but also harm them in some way. I was just thinking of it as like a ray gun. And then I was like, well, they didn't tell me that's what it was. So I put the question to the lads here. Mm -hmm. How was it designed? And the fascinating thing that came out was the disruptor pulls the, the members of the con into this world, forces them to materialize in this world. And you know, the goal being after that, you fuck them up. So our... I figure mechanically it could be similar, but it just has so much better flavor, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just, it, it added such a, a, a different layer to everything. So last session was real hairy. There was a lot of fighting. 
they uh, they almost immediately went to the Ikasuri Industrial Park. Uh, they they got a little bit of a of a hint or a, a clue of some kind from Fergus, who wrote to Claire. Wasn't able to say much, but basically told them that the Khan has been moving from city to city across the American continent, and his interpretation was they're running out of places to go. Like, every city that they've been in, Trending Flame, the show, has, you know, it's been it's on their list of locations that they've had, and just at a certain point, too much weird stuff has happened, and they've had to leave. So the question is, where is Stringersburg on that scale at this point? But our heroes dove right in. Our questionable broke-ass heroes went straight there and immediately, well, n- not immediately. There was there was a little there was a little reconnaissance, but uh, before long, it turned into contact. Claire was the first to get into it. Morgan had just found the thread of fate where he was already inside the compound and took that, bamfed inside the wall. Claire was out front tackling groups of of mooks of hosts of the show and then another group of dudes who had just apparently been holding on to a simmering dislike of her and drove up in a pickup truck hitting her (laughs) just hit her with the car and the eye roll was not at you flocky it was at your description of the dude who was driving (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That guy that guy who appeared in a previous session to allow a, a trigger of her, her notoriety. Or no, it was it, it was one of her other flaws. It was it was it was Claire is is too good looking. Yeah. No, yep. no, it was it, it it was unusual appearance. This guy this guy hit on her real hard and she had none of it, and so now he appeared again as blasted drunk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they fought their way inside. There were hosts inside as well. At one point, Claire almost went down in a hail of bullets. Turned out that there was another situation in which she hadn't been hit quite so much, and Morgan knew where that was, or when that was, how that was, or if that was, how that was. Yeah, these you know fate pronouns conjunctions they're difficult to uh my my fate pronouns are when where okay so (laughs) it's not pronouns it's it's something else but that's that that's pretty good there was a great moment in one of the hitchhiker books very brief sidebar where uh there's a guy who's spending a year dead for tax purposes yeah they have to to invent that new tense to to talk to him (laughs) that's right so anyway uh they fought the, their way the, the into Dirk the Dirk Gently warehouse. TV show has so many references to Hitchhiker's Guide, even the oh, books, nice. like okay. later books too, like not just the first one. It's cool, phenomenal show. Moving mm. on. So once inside the warehouse, <clears throat> well, Morgan got in there. Wait, let's see. So they they both got in there. Claire ended up like flying in there, propelled by got- by gunfire. <laughs> You didn't see the dudes. They shot her to shit. But then uh, once she popped back up, she returned to that building to engage those those gunmen. 
and Morgan had uh, he he had taken the disruptor. They knew Miss Hiss was coming, and so when she came in, he he hit her with the beam and forced her to to take shape. Uh, Claire returned at that point because Miss Hiss did not take kindly to this new state of existence, and she went Nova with her with her noise power. Pardon the pun, and our heroes were knocked out, and we begin not in the warehouse. We've had a change of location. You're in a familiar, dark, bare basement. Um, what's not familiar about it is the structural reinforcement that's been added. This is where you all saw... I see your finger, Drew. This is where you all saw or felt Big Empty the last time you were here. Uh, Drew, yeah, so if you have just a, a matter question of or a quick comment. housekeeping. Um, do you want us to reset our resolve and everything, or do you want us to keep it because it's still kind of the same? Okay, I just wanted reset. I, well, I just wanted to make a new sure. issue. Indeed, indeed, yeah, 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 and and also, you know, this is sort of a uh, a thought artifact from my time with the fate system. When you are in a conflict and you concede you get your fate points mm -hmm. back. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of balances things a bit if, you know, there's been a, a, a group KO and, you know, you come back with your full reserves. More dramatic that way. Of course, flavor-wise, you guys probably look like shit. Uh, both of you have crusted blood down the sides of your, your chin and neck from your ears. Um, and... Around you, mostly lit by screens that are held by by people, uh, you see a strange collection of persons. Um, for the first thing you notice is that the swirling mass of of yellow lines that Miss Hiss has become is not down here with you but there are a bunch of hosts. You can tell a lot of them are probably hosts of the show because they're holding little screens. Some of them are watching. Some of them are pointing them at each other. Some of them have them trained on you. Um, there's another host who uh, you can... From the way that they're dressed you probably have a guess of, of who they are. Somebody has like raided a community theater's costume department or done a super deep dive into a secondhand store or just like recently gone to the estate sale, estate sale of a family that kept clothes from the 18th century. This motherfucker has cravats. There's some like knee breeches, just this like outrageous old fashioned outfit. They have a monocle, the whole Coolettes. bit. Hmm? Coolettes? Sure, yes. That means short pants, right? I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think I just so. Rem I just remembered that, that word and thought I would yeah. sound very clever. And they're, they're, they're kind of like uh, split skirts, historical men's breeches or women's underpants. Hmm. Mm. All right. Sure. We'll just go with all three. 
I mean, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, like puffy sleeved shirt, vest with like faded gold trim kind of stuff, you know, all manner of stuff around the neck and in the pockets, a pocket watch, a monocle, a long, you know, a cigarette in a long ivory holder, an outrageous hat, just like everything, just every cliche idea of fancy expressed in in clothing. Um, that person is very tall. It's hard to tell the, the gender of this host at this point. Everything about them is just sort of long and narrow and flat. Um, there's another host that um, Morgan would never have seen this person, but Claire has tried to raise money for her lab and her company at some point, right? Oh, she yeah. She might have pursued a loan at some point in a bank. Mm -hmm. This this person is a guy she's seen in a bank huh. behind a desk huh. with a little nameplate in his own little area and, and everything. He's still wearing a suit. It's just uh, there's like maybe glitter on it or something. There's um, some weird rust stains, things like that. And he's oh. he's not filling it out anymore. He was a he, he he had a bit of punch before, and that's gone now. Um, so there's kind of a crowd of people in this basement. I mean, they're they're sort of clumped around you uh, toward the edges. You can see there's some empty space and through the sort of gaps in the people, you can see that more structural pillars have been added here to prop this area up. And it takes a decent amount of time for consciousness to come back and, and all of your sort of sensory impressions to sort themselves out. But at some point during the conversation that's to follow, each of you in turn is going to notice that there's a very faint feel and also sound of the walls and the floor slowly expanding and contracting. Cool. Big empty. Yeah. Super cool. <clears throat> so the first thing that happens when you're both awake you just conveniently are conscious at, at the same time because that's how things work in comics. Yeah, yeah. The tall, thin one leans down in, uh, first looks at, at Morgan, gives a sort of dismissive sniff, and then turns to look at Claire, still sort of bent way down at an awkward angle because you're, you're lying on the, on the bare concrete floor. Looking at Claire, this person says, You don't die, do you? Not today, I don't. What I mean is, we've noticed there's something about your body keeps it going. Fascinating. How have you managed this? The rest of these... Um, it gestures sort of dismissively at its at itself. Uh, fail so miserably after time. Oh, well, you know, just diet and exercise. 
Yes. They stand back up. <clears throat> oh dear. You were right, says to the banker guy. That one uh just sort of without looking at anybody, seemingly ad addressing the room. It's just like I'm telling you the values in the, at the cellular level. It's got to be extracted. And the tall, thin one's just like, ugh. Uh, uh, what, are, what are we tied up with? Or are we, like, tied to each other? Or a pillar? Um, or... You have steel cables around your wrist. Um, actually, it's not even cable. Somebody put your hands together behind your back and then bent rebar around it. Um, so one of the uh, people holding the screen sort of puts it down, turns back, or comes over to the to the group, and it's just like everybody knows that. Um, Claire Robbins here is an excellent genetic designer. All sorts of fascinating ideas. Wonderful stuff. Could make eyes and ears that last forever. Isn't that right? Uh, uh, I mean, the, the work that I've... Uh, why, why, why should I tell you? Why, do you? why would I care? The the three of them kind of look at each other. All the other hosts in the background just sort of like stop, and then they all laugh together for a moment, and then they all stop. And um, the the tall, thin one says, "We know now. You don't like when these give out on us. They're very important to you somehow. What was it?" Ronald says they're people. Right, yes, people. <laughs> so, if you don't want people to um, die, you could give us um, equipment doesn't wear out so soon. Then we wouldn't have to go through them so quickly perhaps what, ever again and what would you do with them <clears throat> if i help you with that what 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 are you what are you hoping to get so the person who turned away from their screen the one who seems to be speaking for the show at this point is um it's that it's that red-haired woman from before uh, the the one who was host to Miss Hiss. She's she's a host of the show now, and she says, "We'd just keep it moving, baby, like we always do. New places to be. Got a little while left here before we take it to the next level." Oh, Claire! Claire looks over at Morgan. What's what's Morgan up um, to? Morgan, well. When Claire looks over, he just shakes his head, and he, they're bugs. Bugs need to. 
done. Uh, but Morgan wants to use. There's a couple things that I'd, I'd like to do. Um, I want to use True Sight and okay. see if I can pinpoint. Like, mm -hmm. I know that, like, Culture and uh, Ron are, like, in these particular hosts. I, I want to see, like, where the show is, you know, if I can pick up on it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's assume that you've already used your true sight to look at them by the time we reach this moment. When you look at at the 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 guy who's hosting Ron, you what you see is a big pile. At first it seems like it's rocks, but then it looks a little more squishy than that. And it's all shiny in these sort of like rotten colors. The overall color scheme that you get is that sort of rusty brownish red. But when you look at the individual pieces of whatever this heap of stuff is, there's that sort of oil sheen quality where there's like a little gross rainbow over it. Yes, exactly. Ron, Ron is a is a big pile of shiny shit. Um, when he looks at Mr. Culture, what Morgan sees um, is kind of uh, shocking and painful to the eye at first. <clears throat> it kind of has to bring up some bigger questions because it looks like somebody took an eraser to that part of the world and just scrubbed it out. Like there's, there's just like a blank white space with ragged edges. In in both of these cases, they're they're the images are bigger than human sized. In Ron's case, it's um, almost up to the ceiling of this room, and it's wide enough for two or three people. But somehow he's he's simultaneously seeing like the body and seeing that. In in Culture's case, it's like it's very long and thin and high. It Morgan can kind of see it going like down through the floor and up through the ceiling. And um, the when he like lets his eyes go to the sort of raggedy edge, he can actually see it's extremely crisp. It's like if somebody made a digitally perfect version of what an eraser looks like. Rather than just taking an actual eraser, imagine somebody like meticulously carving every little ragged bit very sharp and um weirdly like clean unclean at the same time um when he looks at the hosts of the show the first thing first of all he notices with with the naked eye that a lot of them have that thing over their eyes where it's like there's a tiny screen and there's stuff flickering over it um but each of them, each of these hosts, shows him the same kind of thing. They're kind of different sizes and shapes, but they're all... What he sees when he looks at each of them is, is a bunch of flickering lights bound within a box. Um, and again, the like typical colors that you've come to associate with them predominate. With culture, it's that sort of... There's like there's like a, a weird smudge of that blue somehow in this like blank space with with the show. There's just like a horrible tinge of green to all the images on these 
on these little screens on their eyes and stuff. So those those are still there. They're just sort of receding now that he's seeing what they what they really are. Uh, any sign of of hiss or Vicky? Um, you can't see her. You can't see her from here. Um. So when Morgan turns his attention toward Big Empty, um, at first he's looking around and he just sees stuff, pipes, ducts, wiring. And then um, I think we can say that he gets a handle on this before he sort of demonstrates it at all, because otherwise we'd have to retcon some sort of reaction to it. But the longer he looks, the more he sort of lets his eyes settle into looking for Big Empty, the colder he gets. And his eyes do that thing that he's seen happen in movies sometimes, where everything both stays still and moves far away. He gets that feeling, and, and he starts to feel like he's falling. Okay. Big Empty is definitely here. It's it's all around him. Oh. Before I do anything else, what's what's Claire up to? Um <clears throat> Claire's trying to buy you time. So she's just talking to them because she sees that you're up to something and she has ideas, but um I don't know if there's yeah. anything she could really communicate um, to you right now. <laughs> one thing Morgan will say to him, like, uh where's uh the sound lady? Yes. There's a, a murmur from the, the hosts of the show. Um, they aren't all doing the same thing for a moment, which is interesting. Um, and Ron angrily sticks his arm out, and one of them hands him the disruptor, which he brandishes in both your faces. He's like, if this wasn't so if worth so much fucking money, I... Culture's like, that's not the only reason, Ronald. Culture leans very close to Morgan. She's upstairs. She's not fit for company after what you did to her, which frankly is revolting. You will undo it. You have figured out some dreadful method for doing it, you will undo it. We will make a deal. Hmm? That is one of our points. The other is this lovely, wonderful way of making the equipment a little more durable. I would like to spend a luck die. And okay. we're in the basement of the building we fucked up, right? Okay. Well, yeah, of the, the office our, tower. Our hands are bound behind complex. us with the rebar. But it just so happens that, yep. you know, a, 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 a plane... That, that, that look on this guy's face when he says it just, just so, so happens. happens just so happens. There's a <laughs> low-flying plane that drives by that shakes the building a little bit. Two chunks of mm -hmm. concrete come down and hit the rebar right on Claire and Morgan's wrist. 
Ooh, okay. If okay. you want it for both of you, it's two. Um, and yes, it sounds like there's a low flying plane. Uh oh. <laughs> and then I would like to uh -oh. <laughs> try to kick ass, but I'm assuming that's that's my turn. Okay. Um. Well, okay. So the building shakes. Um. The concrete falls while everyone is sort of figuring out what's going on. You hear. Well, actually, let's see. Um. Group perception. Whoever wants to be the leader, just rolls I have, normal. I have five perception. I'll just. Okay, so which I'll, of you I'll, is gonna help? help. This is which is gonna. Okay. okay. So, so Drew... gives me two dice. No, no, no. It's Drew rolls separately, and anything over two five that total. he gets adds to you. Three. So oh. you got okay. So that adds three dice to Claire. So you're rolling eight now. Nine oh, off oh, eight. Oh, wow. See, I see everything. Okay. You definitely I see the future. <laughs> you hear several of the hosts um of of the show say incoming. Um you also hear on their devices a distinctive sound which you have heard before because all of Greg Greenwell's stuff sort of overlaps in your in your work at Lucid. You were still exposed to other Greenwell tech like the uh, drones and power suits that were part of what you what you found out eventually and filed away for future notice were the cease and desist program. Wait, Mercury, what's the name of his operating system? What his proprietary operating system. That's a play on something oh, that exists. Um, uh, that's a play on something that exists. Um, let's go with um, uh, Mojito. like it. Okay. Um, you're hearing the distinct engine sound of the energy propulsion system that's in these, these drones and power suits. So a bunch of Greenwell tech stuff is flying in that's what's making that sound that's cool okay and then your hands are free <laughs> just just the shit falls and just claire claire has a real pregnant pause and she looks at morgan questioningly at morgan to see if he's responsible man. for this <laughs> oh claire's claire's oh go ahead you hear mr culture say Oh, bother. Ah, combat. <laughs> yeah. Claire's getting that disruptor. Okay. So, uh, let's have Edge from the top down. So I go first. With... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, probably, but let's, let's let everybody hear it. What's Claire's Edge? Uh, 36. Okay. 21. And then we have... 21 from Morgan. Okay. Uh, okay. So Claire is indeed first. Claire's getting back her disruptor. Okay. 
the dude is right in front of her. That was a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, they did not think this would happen. So um, you're going to do, you're going to use your agility, a.k.a. your super speed, to try and grab it from him, and he's going to use something similar to contest that. Uh, yeah, okay. That's that's what we'll do. So, go ahead. Spectacular. Um, 12, 9. I'll take it. Wow. Wow, Ron, he did four on four. He had a good roll. Ron did as well as he possibly could have, and he failed miserably. So he failed by five. It's okay. Don't worry about uh, it, Ron. Better luck next time, buddy. Do, do you want to add any insult to injury here as Claire snatches the disruptor out of his hands? Um, can she pistol whip him with it? Um, or or do you mean or do you mean like a like I'm, like a just a flavor thing? Yeah, I I. I, I I shouldn't have thrown the word injury in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> the the injury is you take it from him. Let's see. Um although although <laughs> if you if you want it to be a largely cosmetic blow, then I'm totally fine with it. It just sort of it's just gonna kinda make him look dumb. It's not gonna do lasting I, I'm, damage. I'm okay with that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could do. I mean, because anything else I could think of that's like extra utility from this is going to be like even embarrassing things are going to impact him in some way. Like, like I tie his shoelaces together. Like, oh, right, how about that? Yeah. Can I tie his shoelaces together? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All yeah, right. There we go. She takes great. it and ties the shoelaces together. <laughs> and no one but her knows that this has happened yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say dick move? It is a dick move okay um all right does she want to move or is she just staying where she is i mean um, with, her, with I her speed she could leave this area not not with not without morgan okay all right um, so yeah i mean yeah. i mean so so maybe maybe she'll mm, i don't know she'd want to stay within in, within sight of morgan so like she would um like it's, are are they like surrounded or are they like on all on one side of us? So, uh, bird's eye, big basically rectangle room, mm -hmm. stairs down here at the bottom. You all were more or less in the center. Um, there was a sort of little clump around you. It separated a bit when the ceiling bits mm -hmm. fell, and then there, all the other hosts are just sort of scattered around. Okay. So there's 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 a sort of nucleus around you, and then there's a much more diffuse, if that makes sense. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna spread out. I think for narrative purposes, I'm gonna say she's in transit moving, um, because she's. I mean, maybe that's another part of her speed roll. It's just that she like we're she's at is kind of fluid. She's not leaving right, the room, yeah, 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 but yeah, she yeah, yeah. doesn't want to be an immediate ne uh, nucleus. I want to say nucleus, and I was like, that is very incorrect. You can only be neculous after you've been uh, <laughs> neck hit with a yanek weapon. <laughs> ah, ah. Shout out, Chris you know they Ellis. sell that at um, So <laughs> very nice. Of course, of course. 
So yeah, she's somewhere in the room. Right. Sort of ar- around the the outside of this little clump. That's cool. I like that. Okay. Um, Morgan actually does not go next. Let me just think of what this person's going to do, though. Um, oh, I know what they do. Okay, uh, the the tall, thin body in front of you collapses. Um, Ruh-roh. Morgan doesn't have to, like, activate blind sight, right? He just sort of has it. He still has that, right? right? That didn't get replaced uh, with true no, sight. It's just added fighting. on. Yeah. Oh, it's blind fighting. Right, okay. He has a vague sense of, like, something he could maybe hit moving up and away from him. And the person in the, like, absurd pseudo-Edwardian circus idiot outfit just crumples to the ground. Now it's Morgan's turn. I would like to, if you're okay with this, I know this is kind of one of those alt rules that we hadn't really nailed down, spend resolve for a pro which is usually the okay. in Sean's rules it was per two points of pro you spend one resolve so I'd be two resolve to get phase shift uh so I can attack their immaterial bodies what I want to do is mm. run into the middle of the group like airbender you know moving through the the blades and mm-hmm. Do like a jumping, spinning axe kick into the ground and send a wave of like multiple fates out and disrupt their their form. Oof. Sounds like a stunt to me. Okay. I can't say no to that. I I would be a total dick if I was like um actually because <laughs> okay, I have zone so, martial yes. arts. Yes. Uh. Yep. Already got that, so that can uh, that can affect. I guess you're hitting the hosts of the show and Ron. Well, I'm uh, the reason why I added phase shift is so I don't. Hurt the I just affect their spirit bodies. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. I got gotcha. you. Um. Okay. So uh, you're you're hitting uh, I, culture okay. has already left the area. Unfortunately, but you can you can okay. hit well, Ron in the show with this. Oh yeah yeah yeah, Big E is here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do their passive defenses oh, because they don't see this coming. Twelve dice. It's, I'm probably gonna be re-rolling that. Oof. Okay. So we got. Got somebody's taking a slight hit here. Wow, that was a good roll. That was that's a tie. And that is a soak for sure. Another Um, re-roll because that was. Oh, that was even worse. Ugh. No. 
Hmm. Okay. Oh, ouch. Let me uh let me tell you something. Um so Claire sees Morgan weaving through the group, leaping into the air, and his leg coming down. Right before it as it starts to come down as if to hit the ground, it starts to slow and then it stops. Everything just sort of stops for a second, and then neither of you are there. You have a weird sense of being um, just sort of in a light. And you feel someone is nearby. You don't know this person, but you know that it's a it's a presence. So you can see you can you can see each okay. other. You're just you're just suddenly somewhere else, or at least you, what the you fuck think did you I do? are. Okay. I don't know what I did. That's new. What did this you do? New. Uh is it is it light? Is it is it like a dark room? Is it a light room? Like what is it? You have no sense of it being a room in the sense of like you don't see any walls. Kind of just feel like everything around you is a sort of um, warm white gold sort of color. Uh, Claire, Claire's going to go look around. Okay. You don't move and super you fast you kind of feel somebody around oh. yeah presence? You, you you have a sense that someone is here but you oh. don't see anyone and the world says oh, hello morgan would see morgan would see claire run slowly and look confused probably deducing exactly what happened uh who who's there We do not have names. Okay. Okay. I am of the place that the beings you now confront come from. Are here to help us take them down, I hope? In other circumstances, I would offer you some form of direct help. Unfortunately, I understand too much now. And Claire feels a, a strange full-body warmth. And she has a dim sense that this is something's attention. It says like something's paying attention to her. Yes. It says, Claire Robbins' device prevents me from coming too close to your world. If I am made, if I am enfleshed, the consequences will be far-reaching. I cannot take even the minuscule chance that what you call the disruptor will affect me. If I move it away, will that be enough? No. I have come to tell you things about the concatenation. They are exiles. They became so miserable and toxic 
as you would say, in your time and place, we could no longer afford to let them to stay. However, we did not imagine that they would move as far as they have through as many times and places. We regret. So you're responsible yeah, they kicked for them, them out, somehow? Now they're fucking ours to deal with. Morgan feels warm all over his body, too, for a moment, and the voice says, the world says, Morgan Treadway is correct. So they're saying bust up your sh We would have to take a gamble of you busting up your shit the only way that we've been able to deal with these assholes. And, well, we don't know if okay. this is the bigger asshole. That's true. Do we have any guarantees from you? She says back to the voice. What I will tell you is that another being from your world reached out to us. You call it 138. It's home dimension is not as far from ours as yours. It has acted as intermediary on your behalf. Oh. Claire Claire looks over at Morgan for approval like that's good. We cannot act directly in your world. To manifest would be an unacceptable risk. But we are capable of interacting with you in certain limited ways. Okay. I disable the I disable the disruptor and I move it away from here, say a mile. Is that far enough? You misunderstand, Claire Robbins. There is no version of your world in which the disruptor exists that I or oh. my kind will manifest. The chance you see our kind's responsibilities are vast. This is why the members of the concatenation are so distasteful to us. They neglected responsibilities on what you would describe as a cosmic scale, and you would be underestimating with that word. Hmm. I am personally responsible for concepts such as intrasolar gravity, love, the heat of the sun, and so on. You're responsible for thermodynamics? That would be one way of understanding my purview, yes. Um... So you understand why I cannot take the chance of being pulled into your world physically. I mean, it would be disastrous for all of us if that's if that's true. I don't know, Morgan. It seems pretty appealing to me. What do you think? I think it's a shit idea, but I think it's the only idea we got. Because I'm going to follow one of my flaws, which is code. And one of them is better to trust and regret than to doubt and 
Okay. All right. We'll we'll see when the when the resolve for that pops up. I think that's I think that's in the mail. The world says. First, I offer information. What can I tell you? I am broadly aware of events in your universe. Can we kill these things? Sounds like it will. They will? Morgan Treadway is in the midst of discovering a technique which will allow him to harm the members of the Khan directly without hurting their hosts. In the middle of a technique? Okay. You are still in your bodies. Everything has stopped briefly, so we may converse. You will return to them shortly. And I don't understand any of this, but this is cool as shit. But no, I just wanted to, like, hit them and not the people. Trying to do. Yeah, our goal is to avoid hurting the humans if we can. I understand. Is that going to be possible? Yes. Morgan Treadway's technique, being a new discovery, has not yet been perfected, but now that he is aware, he may do it. Excuse me. Now that you know, you can do it. It will be repeatable. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This sounds fantastic. I have, I have more questions than I think we have time. Um... Choose those most important to you, Claire Robbins. Uh, what? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, it's going to be a question about the formula. I'm trying to think of what it is. Is it possible to unify the formula to evolve humanity? Is it possible for me to do it? Can I do it? Will I do it? It is possible. Any further answer I offered you might have unfortunate consequences. It is unfortunate. I'm sorry, go ahead. It is unfortunate that things have come to this point with the members of this concatenation. Seeing now what they have done, my peers and I, particularly the one of us responsible for what you call compassion, would prefer if something could be done to heal them. Sorry. Sorry, I had a little audio error. Say that again. They would... The world said uh, it and the ones like it would prefer if something could be done to heal the members of the con. And then it says, it seems this would be of such difficulty that it might be 
you would say counterproductive. What else? Um, Claire, Claire knows. Claire would know about this, and I know very little about this, and I don't think you know about this, so I don't know how we would handle it. But there's, there's a, um, there's a, 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 a an incredibly difficult to prove mathematical theorem that she would know about. It's, it's a real thing. It's called the, it's called the Colatz conjecture. And basically, it's it's like as you analyze a pattern, there's no. It, it's kind of like generating an an irrational number. So I don't know how we'd want to handle that. Her asking like a super brilliant. She's super. She's way smarter than I am. So like okay. I think she would. I think she would ask What's some Matlath, crazy like. Matlath's last I, 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 it's like an unsolvable mathematical that? equation that that's like a thousand oh, years yeah. old. Right. So, so, yeah. so, so she's asking about like Fermi's paradox and that kind of stuff, things that are beyond the the. Yeah, yeah, I think I think to... she would. Yeah, she would. She's like she's like. Well, if I have someone who has who is who claims to be thermodynamic, a part of thermodynamics itself, then let's not ask about like how do I punch this dude. Let's talk about like how is reality <laughs> put together, like because she's smart enough to at least want to try to tackle that stuff. So okay. she she rattles off a bunch of those questions quickly. Mm -hmm. And like the Stigler's 20, brain and twenty percent of them maybe. Uh it it has a very like immediate and simple answer to mm -hmm. and a bunch of most and like all of the other ones, it's just like that is that is not within my nature to know. Oh, okay. So it has very comprehensive knowledge within certain bands, and outside of that it mm -hmm. doesn't it doesn't have an answer for you. This is this uh, knowing knowing this stuff, I think, would be of very high value to her and uh, like really high level technology. It um, like this kind of lore wise would give her a pretty big insight into some real abstract like computational stuff. Claire feels kind of high getting these answers. She can feel her her brain like almost heating up just hearing this stuff and trying to process it. Our own um, int intellectness. Yeah, Morgan would see her kind of getting this bug-eyed look. Her eyes kind of darting all over the place. She's starting to look like either really excited or like she's about to freak out. She's high. Probably both. <laughs> Morgan, yeah. got, true. Morgan, the whole time Claire's been doing this, Morgan looks like he's mulling something over and he kind of starts getting red in the face. Like when Claire's like freaking out and everything, gonna assume she's not paying. Like real quiet. I'm not gonna for audio reason. Mm -hmm. Like that. Uh, that uh, your kind of like love. It seems to both like address him specifically and also still be sort of all around him so he can't tell if Claire can hear this answer or not but it, the world says in a sense yes um wait 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 I was I was I was reading an article what what did, what did Morgan ask 
you're you're still off having this okay. like intense intellectual experience that right. feels like maybe it's gonna fry way. your brain like an egg. Uh, hopefully, fried eggs are delicious. <laughs> this is your brain. This is your brain on high end quantum mechanics, quantum uh, mathematics. Yeah. Yeah. I was just. You can answer questions. He kind of mumbles for a minute. Uh, but could you could you take that feeling away when it's kind of hard when you feel it, but the person that you feel it towards doesn't that way? It is possible. I would require an explanation. What you ask is within my nature, but somewhat against it. Such as when someone from your world walks outside on a cold day, knowing that to lick his lips will cause them to freeze and hurt, but licks them yeah. anyway. That is what you ask me to do. Well, but I will hear there's... you. Somebody that I've known for a while, worked with occasionally and everything, they they just don't feel the same way as I do about them and real obsessed about I don't know. They're great, but I'm just not their particular flavor. You ask me to take part of what is me away from you. Just, just, just with them. Just so, I don't know, it's one of those, uh, what's the word, uh, unrequite? Yes. Unrequited? Can Claire hear it? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, it's one of those big long words that I'm not unsomething. Yeah, yeah. Unrequited. Yeah. It's uh, it's not a great feeling. This is the particular type of love most close to our nature. So that's a. It is not. But you must speak the name, Morgan Treadway. Think carefully. It will not be undone. I think if I ever said something, we'd be undone anyway, so... Uh... Roland Eckes. Done. You will notice the difference when you return to your time and place. Right. I recognize the presence of one of my peers in you. It is called courage. Yeah, people also call that stupid. Stupidity 
is a cousin. Dad used to say that. Now, and you can both hear this, you must put aside all of your questions. You must return to your world. Actually, you don't... I mean, we have to do that. Morgan and Claire could theoretically be here for hundreds of years, asking questions, doing stuff, whatever. And, like, that would be all well and good. Maybe later down the line, we'll have some sort of, like, little, you know, um, side episode with all of the stuff that they did in Limbo cool. for however long they were here. But the three of that, us that's here all in this had, world... Yeah, that's all uh, Morgan had. Okay. Claire will have lots more. <laughs> Whether Morgan is happy about that or not. As you re-enter the moment that you left, you will not be able to have the aid of our kind directly, but you will have it indirectly. You will have a certain... Hang on, I'm trying to think of the right word here. You will notice a certain turn of circumstances in your favor. This is the most we can do for you. Thank it. At some point later in your lives, perhaps when the machine Claire Robbins has built has been disassembled, the idea of it and its making destroyed, we may visit for a time. For now, we must enforce a certain ban. When you return, you will not be able to explain to anyone the experience you have had here. I don't think I could do that if I tried. With me. That is good. We know you have had experiences of other worlds, particularly you, Claire Robbins. We have observed in our brief encounter with your world that knowledge of those other worlds is harmful to your kind. You should not share your knowledge of us. Okay. Very good. It is Claire's done started to and, feel more and more like she's learning things that maybe people weren't supposed to learn, which is giving her a little like like big picture doubts about like what she's doing. She's like, uh-oh. She's she she's realizing she's biting off a lot with some of the stuff she's doing. This is this is when that moment hits her. That's never crossed her mind before until just now <laughs> the the real scope of how of how intense what she's doing is. In the uh in the uh Dresden Kodak caveman science fiction sense this is the me go too far reach, moment. Reach. <laughs> i don't catch the <laughs> reference but <laughs> oh okay yeah we'll 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 caveman have to share that fiction. later that's that's a good one but uh yeah okay so claire is 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 having real this realization mm -hmm. morgan is morgan is starting to feel a strange weight lifted from his heart somehow and the world says to them very well goodbye and 
they're back where they were. Morgan's foot hits the ground and Claire sees some sort of like weird pressure wave just like fly out through the room. Cool. Um, so let me just check. It was actually a really flaccid. Who's real quick? That roll. Hey. <laughs> 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 well, um you you have gained resolve uh from this from this moment here. I mean, Morgan essentially just like burned an important NPC relationship. So uh if you wanna take a take a free resolve and I mean, and, and re-roll. If you're okay with me re-rolling to. a re-roll, then I'll I'll take it. I'll spend it. I mean, you had a scene between then and now, technically, so go for it. Come on, dice bot. 13 successes on 12 dice. Ooh, wow. Okay. Much better. That that changes some things. Okay. So let me just note some numbers real quick. Fate realigned uh, itself. Yeah. In the Ooh. real world, because, you know, the dice. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, the way this plays out is that... Um, uh, Morgan's first kick lands and sends this wave throughout the room all of the like hosts stagger and turn to look at him like what's happening and then what's the second version of it that he does does he do the same kick again because this is the you activating second it a version second is more like of his mundane zone attack which is a bunch of like ghost images of him go and attack people individually or they recon into the fate they actually yeah, he's like, what might I yes, do? I attack this. All of these picks, things. Picks each fate of where he goes and attacks that person. Back up. That's cool. That's super cool. Okay. Like um. The. Okay. So but he hits them. He hits them in like, like a soft style uh, kind of deal because he's not like physically attacking. Right. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soft style, right? <laughs> For those of you listening at home, I, I I made a tiger claw palm and mimed scraping someone's face off, and uh, Drew dropped bows. Uh, if you're not from the martial arts world, those are not soft style techniques. Um, okay, so uh, some very weird stuff seems to happen. Um, a bunch of, like, broken televisions seem to fly out of people and they're briefly material before they fade away and a big old thinking pile of like glowing dirty rocks tumbles to the ground and then is gone um and the building around you flexes and groans like it almost sounds like a person's voice rather than steel uh bending but um yeah 
that's what happens. Um, and then there are a bunch of confused people in this basement with you. So if we're technically still in combat, we would go back to the top. I mean, I, I think Claire is still kind of amped up. So if we're still in fight time, is she doing a, a, a combat action or is she decelerating and trying to get a grip on the new situation here? Well, I mean, she needs to get rid of the the interdimensional thing, right? That's part of the deal. Well, um, the thing or told no. you that if you if you get rid of the disruptor and also like the knowledge of how it was made, it would it would visit your world if that's oh. what you're getting at. Yeah, I, then I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to do that. Like, how would I? I mean, I can't forget that I did it. Right. So, I mean, so, I, I mean, do I need to keep just fighting with it? Cause I was hoping to accept their offer, but it sounds like I can't conceivably accept their offer. If that tracks. Not in this moment, but maybe you can figure out how to do it someday. They're, oh, okay. They're going, okay. 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 From what I understand, I'm, is I'm they're tracking. lending help in ways now, so like long-term. That correct? Oh, okay. Maybe. That's a that's an interpretation a person could have that's of what they gonna... said. I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. That look of weariness on your face was uh, <laughs> was very satisfying <gasps> to me, Mercury. Oh, <gasps> this fucking guy! This fucking guy! <laughs> Hey, I gotta be a little cagey, huh? Come uh, on. Yeah, something. So you gotta be something. She's she's got the disruptor, and she's seen this like weird display of like Morgan crazy next level martial arts stuff and and all this other shit. So well, she moves... she's got the disruptor, and she says she's she's gonna use it some other time, just not now. Then she's gonna use it now. Okay. Um. Yeah, she's gonna um. Well, I mean, we know it's in like the walls. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of. Is there another person like is one of the one of the hosts more concretely nearby? One of the hosts of of like, I mean. I mean, do I know if I'm, I'm sorry if I'm kind of being awkward with the question, I just kind of don't really know what's going to happen because Claire might understand maybe a little better than I would, but like. If she hits a host with this thing, is it going to knock the 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 con out of them, or is it going to? Does she need to hit the area? Like, I would imagine that she built it to do what happened when Morgan hit Miss Hiss with it, which is when a when a host is hit by it, it draws them out. Okay, great. So, um. All of the hosts of the show seem to have been hit with with Morgan's whatever this weird move he just did was, and uh, Ron Ron's host seems to have been hit with it too. Oh. But it's hard to say what's happened with Big Empty. Okay. Um. Yeah, she's going to. I mean, and this this might be literal suicide. But she's going to she's going to uh, 
I guess hit the area around her because, I mean, being in a area of effect of a big interdimensional being seems like a like a net negative. Seems like at any point something really bad could happen because of that. Like, oh, we're inside of it. Great. Um. Oh, you know what? Actually, before you do that, I forgot. Big E has a turn. Speaking of which, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. You all. Okay. So. The lights uh, from the screens that these people were holding were were the only ones in that were on down here. It's not like those screens go out. It's just that somehow the whole area gets darker. It all gets colder. And um, you can feel, each of you in your own way, you can feel something building up. It's hard to really say what it is. Claire would probably think of it in terms of thermodynamics. Um, she would feel some sort of like energy exchange is happening is probably the way she would think of it. Morgan would have a different sense of it, um, just of like something approaching or um, maybe departing, just something sort of like rising maybe. But there's a definite feel of like something starting to happen. And then uh, we're back to the top. And Claire turns the disruptor on the room, basically. I guess so. Okay. I mean the 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 host the hosts have been deconned. So well they're <laughs> wait, they're just folks now, right? Uh-huh. They're all very confused uh and scared, and some of them are starting to like look around wildly uh oh, you know okay. claire's gonna do her 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 taxi service okay so she spends she her turn to... evacuating these people from the area absolutely okay um so i'm gonna need you to roll for this because as she's taking them out there's she's gonna be exposed to conditions above ground okay yeah she's not we don't know what's going on outside other than we know no you don't Folks are coming. Well, I mean, <laughs> that was Drew flying double birds at the mere hint of the mention of Greg Greenwell, which is exactly the response he's supposed to provoke. So, uh, Mercury, let's 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 have your your super speed. Can do. Oh, ho, ho. well, twelve, very nice. Okay. Ooh. So as Claire starts to take individual people out of the business park and drop them off safely, she notices over there at the warehouse building that there are still some hosts that seem to be active because there uh, is, is an active exchange of fire between people with small arms and some flying robots. Actually, hang on. Is that right? No, I'm sorry. There's just a bunch of flying killer robots coming in. And there are no hosts. Yeah. When that when, was kind of my goal before we went in was to help clear out hosts up here. Yeah, no, that's sorry, that was a yeah, yeah. brain fart. 
um, there there are there are flying killer robots, and you know, so let's say there's like twenty five people in that basement. After she's ferried out, like the fourth one or the fifth, mm -hmm. something in the sky starts to sort of slowly turn its attention toward her by the you know tenth or eleventh person she's taken out something seems to have turned her way so eventually as she's taking out the last couple of people something takes a pot shot at her with an energy beam okay it misses but the things the, the, the machines in the sky uh responded to something moving real fast by turning and trying to zap it but um she's gotten a vague sense that there's a, a handful of them clustered around that warehouse building still airborne Okay. So. Okay. Um, do you want to finish your turn back in the basement? Yeah. Okay. Um, then Morgan is up next. Morgan's busted out in the sweat from this maneuver, and he's gonna he's gonna jog over to Claire and be like, "I think uh, I have many more of those in me." And grabs a disruptor, or I guess maybe she put it down or gave it to him or something as she in and out. And he's just yeah. gonna, like, blast the floor as yeah. he's, like, going up the steps, and he's like, something nasty's coming. I don't think we should stick around. Like, we'll have to come back to this. There's, as she's, as she, as, as he starts running up the, as he starts running up the stairs, I, I like this. Can I, can I do this detail? Um, as as he's uh, as he's going up the stairs, she's like, "Wait, there's and like a blast hits in front of him, like it doesn't hit him, but he just like has one of the energy beams from the killer robots just like blasts in or no." Um, they were inside a building. I don't think you're still in the basement of the central office tower. Oh, I thought, over I thought here it by was the outside. by the warehouse. Okay. Well, okay. wh while she was going outside, one of them out there Never was mind. like, "Hey, what's that?" Pew pew. Okay. I Never don't mind think they would have come down here to fuck with you guys. Yeah. That that would be funny, and that would make lots be funny, of yeah. comic book oh. sense. <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll just say that happens in one of the many alternate universes yeah. similar to this one. Eight, six, so wait 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 hold on. Oh, I, I'm I'm not even sure what you're rolling. You're 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 talking about taking the disruptor, the yeah, and like zapping the floor. While you, uh, what, nine, how, how many we, dice did you that's roll? That's what I rolled last time. Okay, good. Yeah, that that seems like eight. the right number. So, okay, let's see what happens with this. Ooh, tie. Uh, hmm. Okay. This is one of those resisted things. It's not an attack. Tie goes to the defender. Goes to the I think defender, I get to yeah. Because they have to, because they have to beat. It's not meet right, or beat as it is in some systems. It's beat. You have to beat the number. Um, okay, so if you want to embellish, then um, how do you think you drew? How do you think uh, an an extra dimensional entity like this would respond to almost being pulled into? Basically, like, imagine if something was trying to shove you into the body of an ant. Uh, I, maybe there's, like, some, like, weird, like, 
undulate like part of it starts to get pulled in for a sec um that's what i was going to embellish is like we get to actually see what it looks like for like just a mm -hmm. moment part of it like it starts to get like pulled in and condensed mm -hmm. almost and like spans out further mm, okay yeah when that happens it's just like the sort of growing darkness and cold is just suddenly momentarily complete that's what big empty is just cold and dark and for a moment it is perfectly both of those things and then you're back in the basement right the the temperature at this point has dropped by about 12 degrees in here yeah i'm i'm heading up okay it's also completely dark because now all the people with all the screens have left but morgan has blind fighting so he knows where the stairs are so he stumbles his way up um okay when you get outside Claire would be coming too okay yeah yeah i i assumed that claire would sort of precede him up the stairs yeah. so you're you're both heading out of the building right okay um it is shockingly especially to morgan right now because he was closer to this cold darkness it's still fucking daylight out here you guys entered this complex during the day right mm -hmm. oh well actually it doesn't matter when you entered it it's daylight right now Huh. Some time passed while y'all were knocked out. Oh, with that okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, how um, did oh so uh Morgan would recognize with uh the all the keen eye of somebody who hates Greg Greenwell's guts, Greenwell machinery in the sky, um over the warehouse, and um Am I forgetting anything? No. Uh, the big weird yellow shape that is Miss Hiss uh, is at the is like has like burst out the door of the warehouse and it's like it seems to be straining to rise. Um, Claire the disruptor. One of First clear the disruptor. He does what? What that? Sure. So um there's a crackle of a of like a PA kind of thing from, from one of the uh drones. You're seeing both like larger versions of the desist surveillance drone, which is essentially sort of wedge shaped at this point. It's just kind of a a like weird triangle kind of thing with with rotors on it and you're also seeing slightly more compact versions of the cease power armor thing um there there's a there's a couple of each in the air up there and from 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 one of the wedge shaped things uh which is a bit higher there's this crackle of of a uh of an address system and it's just like it's just like move away from the facility we are here to retrieve a specific item that belongs to lucid pharmaceuticals 
move away and you won't be harmed. And the are thing fucking, that is... Are they looking for that fucking thing still? The, the sequencer thing? Seems to be. The the thing that is Miss Hiss is still, like, straining to get up into the air. It doesn't... It's hard to tell if it's understood them, if she gives a shit, any of that. But she's still up and about doing stuff. It's y'all. got the edge. Um... So the, the, the drones are just attacking her? Is that what you said? They're, they seem to be trying to tell her to get out of the way. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, that's not going to happen, but... <laughs> uh, let's see. And Miss Hiss is still physically manifest. Zap. Hmm? Or, yeah, it hasn't... doesn't seem to have like worn off. Like, Kick her ass. <laughs> Claire Claire nods. <laughs> Claire Claire nods and uh um runs up and and I guess I guess daggers out. Okay. Going straight for the throat as it were. Uh it she doesn't have a throat. Yes, but as it were. <laughs> oh, as it were, as it were. As it were. Okay, well, um, so the dagger is that slay, which is resisted with toughness. Toughness or active. Uh, that's right. Yeah, she's she's a little too confused. She's not really actively doing a, a whole lot here, so I'm going to use her passive. So uh, go um, ahead and roll your roll your slay, and I'll roll her toughness. Just powers here. I'm just checking out the. Checking it out real quick, just because I always forget. I'm I'm sure Drew is 100% correct. I just I, I it's easy to, um, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so roll my attack is what you said. Yeah. Great. Boom. Seven. Well. Eh. Hey. Seven off twelve. She got five off twelve. So every success on slay is two health, right? That's right. Okay. It's nasty. Slay yeah. is nasty. And last time you used this, you said you had moved away from the idea that they had some kind of chemical coating, and it was just mm -hmm. like she moves so fast. That's like a vibro blade thing. Mm -hmm. And I've, okay. I, that that'll also open. That also I want to pave the way for um, purely for flavor purposes, because all that she's using with them are just flavor, because they aren't actually they aren't necessary, because it's her doing it. And mm -hmm. that opens up for some really cool uh, unarmed attacks and some improvised weapon item attacks. Just mm -hmm. just for future, mm -hmm. like I kind of I kind of mm -hmm. wrote myself a little extra. And yes, I super mm -hmm. got the idea from Flash Drew. You're right. <laughs> Talk about. I will, I will do other stuff. I'll do other stuff with it too. But I have other ideas. But I did draw inspiration from it, of course. Talk about the vibrating palm technique. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exploding so heart technique because I grabbed it. <laughs> So whatever Miss Hiss's new body is made of, just like a big old pile of it sloughs off. There's a discordant noise when it happens. It's like someone drop kicked a piano. Uh, and a bunch of those like yellow lines that looked almost like streamers or like musical notation They've just flopped to the ground, and this sort of whirlwind shape that she was in 
falters and it just sort of like it's just flailing now it's gone from like a tornado to one of those whippy bendy that guy it's it's more like one of those now the movement is jerky it's all off uh it, it doesn't have like its own axis at this point it's just sort of flailing around some of the sounds coming out of it are incredibly specific claire swears she's she hears a snatch of dialogue from a podcast there's like a power cord there's like a, a a jet engine just very specific noises are coming out of this thing but they 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 all express pain so cool. she hurt she is she's very confident that she hurt the hell out of it um but that uh her attention's quickly drawn away from that to the fact that one of the things in the sky one of the power suits has swiveled to face her and it and it has a cannon it's basically like it's just like unidentified hostile stand down they would know uh, who she is i mean not to call you out i think they would know who she is it's the algorithm still has some bugs okay there you go there you go <laughs> um morgan's mm -hmm. edge is 21 right he okay, it's you then. Runs up like Claire finishes her attack, and he's like right on her heels as can be, and uh, just kind of swings around her and just takes a big roundhouse kick at. Okay, nice. Nine success. Now. Doesn't martial arts do the equivalent of bashing uh, damage in this system? We haven't yes, really been you following have that. That's the reason but... why I carried the baton with me for a long time. Because then you can, like... Mm -hmm. You can do lethal. Subdual damage. You still inflict lethal damage when armed with a melee weapon. Okay. That was your 12 just then? 9 off 12? Okay. Ooh. Okay, not good for her. So that's three more. Okay, so Morgan's attack isn't gonna like like break her into pieces or anything, but um, with this like how? Mm, okay, this is a KO. So maybe give us a little flavor um, here he, for this. He comes running up behind. Claire, he's almost like shadowing her, and then after Claire's attack, he swings around and um, and he kicks. Uh, he'll do he'll do a reverse roundhouse kick. He kicks her with the back of his foot, and then like ends with this hisses quote unquote head on the floor, and he's standing on top of her. Okay, so it's sort of like the 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 top of of yeah. the funnel sort of so there's like a broad broad wide thing uh it it flattens out when he lands and sort of puts pressure on it it's sort of like it goes from this weird like somebody cut an ice cream cone in half the half of the cone just sort of rolls out flat um it's all still these like buzzing yellow lines but the 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 movement of them is is slow 
and um, Morgan hears uh, the beep of a hospital machine, um, a little bit of static crackle, and um, is yeah. he a coffee drinker? He he visited somebody's place once who had one of those fancy coffee grinder things where you grind the fucking beans yourself like mm -hmm. a whatever. And and the thing was busted. It was supposed to be grinding beans, but the blade was just whirring and whirring and whirring and not hitting anything. That's the third sound. Whee! And before my turn's up, I just look at the drone and flip it off. Okay. Okay. Unident. There's a there's a weird squeak and a and a crackle. It's just like Robbins and you. I'm here for what belongs to me. The sequencer. I I didn't hear you, Mercury. Oh, the sequencer. Yes. Got uh. Over here, don't worry about the interdimensional beings wreaking havoc on the city. There's a there's a, a whoosh and some rumbling from inside the the facility, and they now can hear the whip of of helicopter blades. And over there, see coming in from you know some sort of like perimeter pattern, the helicopter that they saw Fury in before. Um, and um, flying next to it is fractal, so they 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 come up from from the the perimeter here. You can see pretty quickly a couple of uh, these power suits. Something's a little off about them. You can see a couple of them emerge from from the warehouse carrying the sequencer. Um, one of the one of the cease units lands. Um, let me just have perception real quick. Actually, it would it would be perception for Morgan. It would probably be technology from Claire. Oh, a reminder that a bunch of the um I don't know if they dealt with them off camera or if they care or if they're still there or whatever, but there were a bunch of dudes who died in the warehouse where the thing is. A bunch of their dudes died, remember, because I saved as many as I could. You, when they 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 made the attack and then they right. ran away, a bunch of their mooks died. So I don't know if yeah. they recovered their bodies or not. I'm just throwing that out there as a little detail I happen to remember. You you guys were in the warehouse earlier and you didn't see any of those bodies. I got oh okay. Four off five. And you said roll tech. Uh, okay, great. And yes, six off eight. Okay, Morgan has a somewhat more vague sense of this. He's just like. They're not moving like there's a dude in there. And Claire, Claire's analytical eye very quickly is like, unless they've got some very strangely shaped human bodies in there, that's not a suit, that's a robot. Oh, interesting. Uh, very interesting. A, a voice comes out of, of the faceplate. This one has, has landed in front of you. It's Greenwell's voice. He's just like, you're talking about whatever it was that killed our men before. Yes. Well, that's all well and good. That was never my objective. So 
thanks. If you want favorable press for it, I'm sure the media would be happy to talk to you. You try to be an asshole, or is I just, it just uh, like second nature to you? No, I'm. I think what I'm Morgan's trying to, exactly what is, trying to say is. I think I think what Morgan's trying to say is that since your previous attempt uh, to to handle this solo yeah, wasn't successful, shit, I just hope you won't forget. It was a real shit show. I just hope you don't forget who made this possible. Not only was I able to follow through on finding it, but I was able to retrieve it, which is more than you asked for when you were unable to. The suit sort of makes a show of like turning its body toward one of you and then toward the other. And then it says, I consider the failure, and it points up at the helicopter, his. Fury should have known how to get the job done. I wouldn't have recommended the strategy of including the two of you, and we're taking disciplinary action. And then it turns, as for you, Morgan Treadway, don't think I don't remember what almost happened at the airfield on the north part of town after the election. Yeah, don't think I don't remember what happened in the skyscraper with your hired goon. That... That got out yeah, of hand. Brian, Brian Gillens did not deserve that, and that person was immediately severed from our employment. That was a mistake, and we've owned up to it. The families received a very generous... I don't have to explain myself to you. Does Claire know, know what he's talking about? I don't think so. Okay. Listen, Treadway, here's the thing. What you call asshole the rest of the world calls successful. So you can take your criticism and go find a job oh, with it. Oh, In the meantime, oh, oh. <laughs> his, his suits have been loading the, the uh, podcast listeners. Morgan sequencer. looks incredibly hurt at that comment. <laughs> yeah. A bombs, job? I don't want a job. Always I, lose, I need Lebowski. to invoke my flaw of broke. I've been burned so bad. <laughs> now that now that the uh sequencer is is loaded into the in into the helicopter the uh machine in front of you starts to slowly lift off the ground it's got some kind of propulsion thing in the bottom of the the shoes the feet the legs whatever it starts to lift up it says it says and by the way you should you should tell your new friend that his parents' research was no accident, and that it's all going to be for the better now. So he should call off his stupid vendetta and just get with the progress of the human species. And it's as it's saying that it's up and up and up. Who's he, who's he talking to? For a smart person, you're real important. The robot. I have, I have a lot on my mind, okay? The Yeah, you have, like, advanced theorems burning a hole in your brain. Yeah, especially right now. As as the robots in the helicopter turn to fly off, Fractal swoops down to, to, to your level. He doesn't, like, settle onto the ground. He seems a little gun-shy about something. Uh, he seems to, like, very specifically not touch the ground. But he's just like, hey... Listen, you all ought to know 
and he looks nervously back sort of at the helicopter and then he takes a little thing off his wrist like a high-tech watch or something mm -hmm. and you see him kind of drew what 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 is it obvious no, when he changes powers like no outward change besides like you know he can't fly anymore or whatever but he still just looks like a dude mm -hmm. okay he he takes off this high-tech watch he takes a deep breath he like drops to the ground and then he crushes it and then he like pops back up in the air again real quick and he, he's just kind of looking around and, and and he's just like listen claire with your research and project fairhaven greenwell is um he uh he wants to be immortal oh yeah that's uh i i shouldn't have you definitely should have i have to go and i didn't hear it from you but fractal before you go you're in you're i can tell i can tell you're not in this and you need out and yeah. if now's not if now's not the right time you let me know when is the right time and i'm gonna get you out fractal i'm we'll getting get my, you out i'm getting myself out right the fuck now just stomp on that for me and he points to the remains of whatever that device was he's like sure. he's like i'm he's like i'm gone baby Oh, he flies away. Well, that's good. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, I'm sure the robots saw him friggin' talking to me, so now they're gonna come asking me questions that I'm, you know. So nothing seems to be coming back, and bothering you guys right now you just stand there as for a minute as in the clear, park morgan gets your... the disruptor again and starts like scanning around for uh well well they need to take care Daddy. of miss hiss like morgan's still standing on her head and just kind of looks at claire and like yeah bat <laughs> okay claire puts an end to the entity formerly known as Miss Hiss. I hope this doesn't, after this cosmic warning, I'm hoping this doesn't have some sort of like unraveling the rules of the universe and the end of Nova Mob is in fact that reality unravels and the game is over. It's like, <laughs> like, like we have undone reality itself. Like, it's not just that you killed time. It, nope, it's all done. <laughs> no, no, no. They, the things that you lose by destroying them are things that were already lost. That's something that the thing you had the prolonged conversation with the reason why Stringer's first is so go. shitty. It's it's probably more like, you know, when you get fired from a job, they're like, put your shit in a box, get the fuck out of here. And then it's like, Phil, you need to do this part of his job now. Terry, you have to ah. take this part. So Copy we that. just got Copy that. Or at least that's what you hope. All right, so we just Man, got sure hope so. Biggie and Mr. Culture left. Know where Biggie is. Let's get him. Let's get him. And wait, okay. and, yeah. Are 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 you heading back to the tower then? I mean, yeah. I guess I mean he's that's the I'm closest one we know, right? To make sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
may okay. as well. The the disruptor shows you two signals, again color coded. Big black one, small blue one moving toward it. As you're as you guys head over to the tower, you see somebody. Actually, no, sorry, you don't see a person. You can Morgan would have a vague sense of of something in the air in that area, but um culture doesn't seem to have entered another host, but it seems he seems to have gone back to where Biggie is. They're both okay. back there in the center in the tower. Morgan just points at the screen there. I think these last two are going to be the worst. I, I have I have no idea, Morgan. I I All have right. no idea. She 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 missed that you were not being literal. <laughs> so oh, I, <laughs> Morgan's like, I was just an way, expression, bro. Me. All right. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we need to I think that's next. That's got to be next after this. We got to we got to look into that. We got to we got to find him. This is I need to be in so many places at once. You that's been... what I should be working on. And then she starts talking to herself in the middle of you walking towards villains about about uh adding about how she's not researched uh, multiplicity in terms of a superpower and she starts talking out loud to herself which makes sense for about two sentences and then she starts talking technical stuff like just out loud she doesn't normally do this little little bits of steam coming out of the ears kind of yeah yeah she's just she's just like because then whenever the uh you know we he just, we, he we just uh, like uh, rationalize player, the diphosphate and the compound game. we can yes heads heads in the game because if <laughs> yes yes you're at the ground floor entrance to the tower and the whole building seems to be it's not like before when you felt almost like it was breathing it seems to be rippling it's like when you look at it the edges of it aren't clear anymore and that feeling that you had of something rising is like very much advanced now there's Morgan can almost feel it like something coming up in his throat. throat. Like a burp. <laughs> yeah. A burp. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, who's who's a better shot? I got I got one more of those. Here, you take this, and he hands her the disruptor. I got one more of those things in me. What is your resolve right now, by the way? Oh, gosh. Sorry, I haven't been updating it. It's fixed now. Um, uh, uh, well, I mean, this this can do a lot of lifting yeah. if if we need. I mean, I know the thing said that you have the thing, and, you know, I support that. I'm just saying. No, no, no I'm saying I'm giving this a little, to you because in case you things get worse. Quick, you can zap them. That means I don't have to. All right, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, let's do this. So, to get to the basement, you have to enter the lobby and go downstairs from there. And 
even in its disarray, the, the lobby has lots of writing surfaces on it. And one of them, a slumped banner that had been on a, on a wall somewhere advertising whatever company was in here, even at its like crumpled diagonal angle, you can see written on it is uh, goodbye, gumshoes. <laughs> good lion. It's a real good lion. The whole building, once you step inside, the whole building seems to kind of shrink for a, for a moment in some way that's hard to define. And then you have a weird sense that it's just a building. Um, and you can feel really, really cold air rising up from the basement. Like it just moved down to the basement? Is that, does the scanner, that's, that's my, my hunch. What does the scanner say? The, right. The visualization shows the, the, the big black circle shrink to a black dot. And in the vague way that it conveys the third dimension, it's telling you down. One more sandbagging. Morgan, teleport. So, okay, you're both down there because I'm sure yeah. as soon as Claire's like, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a, there is a moat of outer space in the basement. There's a, there's a darkness that can only come from the huge interstellar distances between planets. Some tiny fragment of that is localized down here. And Morgan, with his true sight, can see that, that erased shape with the little blue drop. Claire has a vague feeling of, of something else being here. She feels somehow belittled and insulted. Oh. Just, just like, like someone, like, like the wall is sneering at her or something. And that's enough in these circumstances to be like, oh, Mr. Culture must be here just outside of a host. He's just automatically, he's always already looking down on me. So that must be him. Sounds about right. Um, for a moment, there's the sense of big empty being that, that dark thing in the middle. And then there's a sense of something else. There's a, you both have a, a, a weird feeling of being exposed to something that you can't describe. It's like, well, um, actually, let's have, it would be intellect from Claire. She would try and figure this out intellectually. I. I wonder how Morgan would come at this. Perception with his kind of more of his thing. I mean, I know I don't have specialty. I could just. Why? Actually, I, I, I think okay. his true sight will tell him something. What did, what did Claire get on that? Seven. Oh, okay. All right, then. Um, Morgan sees something like a door. 
kind of like a hole, kind of like one of those old arches in like a fancy garden, something like that. Claire processes very quickly all of the, she's like, okay, how am I feeling now? How is that different from ways that I have felt before? What's my sort of basic model of how it feels to be a person in the world? What are the discrepancies? What could they result from? We're having some sort of contact with another dimension. Okay. There is there is there is an interdimensional hole opening, and culture and Big E are about to go through it. Like they're now, escaping. Yes. Now you have the drop on them. So I shoot you're... them. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's... Shoot them with my gun. It's... Wait, wait, wait! Isn't that a isn't that a, a Deltron thirty thirty, or is that a Wu Tang oh, Clan who has the who has the gun who shoots black holes? I got a gun the size of a black hole. I shoot planets. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Don't get that. panicked. That's, that's 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 Wu Tang. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. That's Wu. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that. That is a reference we can make now. All right. You can you can choose one of them. The the, the disruptor is happy. a is a single target device. Oh, well, Big Empty. Because, I mean, presumably okay. it's Big Empty is the one generating the field with which to escape. Presumably. That, sure, that seems to be a, a, a presumption you could make. <clears throat> so, uh, you're throwing nine to use the Disruptor. I'm, I'm actually going to give Clara a, a two-die bonus here because she built it. Cool. And I'm going to resist with Big Empty's willpower. So, so I'm, I'm throwing science, is that right? Uh, technology, I think. Oh, technology plus two? Well, which, whichever's higher. Tech tech is one die higher than science. Okay. Oh. Ooh, 10 off 10. Very nice. No! No! no. 10 off 13. All right, do you want to okay. spend any resolve here? Do you want to add dice? Do you want to... Let's see. I mean, re-rolling yeah. would be crazy. Yeah, I'm not gonna re-roll. That's just that's just dope. Yeah, that might. I mean, this might be one of those rare situations where it's worth it to to throw resolve to add dice, right? Um, yeah. I mean, how how many do you want to put into it? Unless, um, add your dice. Because what's I, what's her new resolve? What's her new resolve total? Three. Right, okay. And you haven't spent any so far, have you? I have not. I have not. My old habits of, no, no, just in case, <laughs> just in case, have, have been going strong. So uh, I, I, have, I have some ideas. I, it's not quite desperate enough to use one idea that I have, because um, I always, always like to succeed with cost. But um, Okay, well then, let me offer you something okay uh if you want to bend okay so you can spend resolve for um dice like normal or right. if we want to go with the spend resolve to add a pro thing okay uh, you could spend a resolve to give it overload okay um is it is it is it one for yeah, two one how, how did that work drew point. so i think let me see how much over overload is, or is it yeah, overdrive? I'm looking up too. I'm looking it up okay. too. Overload, overload. Uh, increasing its effective rank, but burning it out. You can increase right, the right. power rank by three D or sixty for one page. What, if you increase uh, it by three, you lose the power for the rest of the scene. That's what's pretty the sick. cost? 
two hero points. Okay. So it'd be one so resolve. You could you could spend a resolve and, and give it overload, which basically just means this is like a one shot deal here. Okay. That would give you one for that would give you one resolve for three dice or potentially six if you want to take that chance. Yeah, I mean, doing super overloading, it's like it, it, that means the gun just doesn't work. If I'm if I'm going to like take the gun out, I would succeed at cost and have the gun blow up to do to do something cool. But I don't want that right I, now. I was going to say, sorry, Drew, you, what were you saying? As a flavor cost, if you wanted to do it as a six die, it could cause you like it could cause you a health level or it could burn her hand. Um, I. If if you want to go that way with it, then um, I want to come up with an alternate consequence rather than just taking a little damage. Because like in Claire's case, who cares about damage? Fair, fair. So okay, so again, you can yes. you can spend it to to add dice normally. You can spend it for this pro, and then you can you can overload it a bit or a lot as the pro describes. Okay. Um, do you want to do one of those two things, or do you have a third suggestion? Yeah, if I if I overload it, uh, it's I, I can't use it for the rest of the scene. Now, if I miss and they succeed against this and they aren't materialized, then they definitely get away. So if I do overload it, I mean, three is as good as six in terms of that, although I guess I can theoretically spend resolve incrementally to see how that goes. I, I, um, don't, I don't think, according to this... Um, big Irish rule. I don't think you would have to spend more resolve. You basically spend one for the two point pro overload, and then when mm -hmm. you use overload, you decide is it the three or the oh, six? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Does that sound, does that sound yeah. right to you, Drew? I <laughs> guess that's yeah. favorable to my interests. So but I no, agree. I, I I would rule it. I would rule <laughs> yeah. it the same yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, I would just have I would just have the six die. Have what do you think? Some type of breach. Besides it just like not working. Yes. Yeah. You're you're fucking with the interface between dimensions. There might be strange consequences. <laughs> He's using his evil small voice. You know it's going to get real when that happens. <laughs> it is an evil small voice. Well right. well spotted. Thank you. Um uh, Drew, would you would you just spend one resolve for the die, or would you overload it to, and risk, you, I risk it for the rest of the... If I resolve for two dice, and roll those. Hmm. Well, I can spend one, roll it, and spend a second one, right? I, 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 I'll... Uh, yeah, I think so, I right? I forget what the, what the thinking is there. Hang on, let me see what they say. Let me see what old old because I, I, I know that say they say at this. one point you can if you spend dice and you don't like the results you can spend resolve to roll so, and and you still get to keep the added mm -hmm. dice so uh, I I don't know about addition all right hang on spending resolve okay. <clears throat> no, there's gotta be something. Okay, here we go. Son of a, that's not what. 
Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Feel free to read what you want, but I think you'll like this. I'm glad I read I'm glad I read the book. I'm gonna put another link to the system in Twitch. That is another thing our audio listeners are missing out on is I put links uh, in chat relevant to like character sheets, links to the system, links to our site. Sometimes I do links to what I'm talking about. Like I link the article about the thing that I'd read about what Claire was asking the extra dimensional being. Right. So what's your, what's your idea? Uh, there is a, he just seems like he's super in the middle of reading something. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, there's something you can do called a power stunt, and it's one resolve right. to use one of your abilities or powers in a way that imitates another power. If the stun is even remotely reasonable, the imitated power is the same rank as the ability or power used to imitate it. Um, this doesn't grant you a new power. It lets you use an existing ability or power in a creative right. way that momentarily imitates the effect of another power. So I don't really know what power this would be imitating. However, we did establish a few episodes ago, or a few issues ago, that Claire's moving really, really fast does have some weird sort of dimensional like reality bending things so yeah. if she uh if she's able to i i kind i kind of like the idea and even if it doesn't work i think I, I think the idea has a sort of weird creepy logic to it which is i want her to like run around in front of them and as she's firing it i want she wants to run like back at them. So like they're running towards the hole and she's running in the other direction at them while firing. Okay. So if you're thinking of this in the context of power stunt, then this is basically trying speed. to use your, your super speed mm -hmm. to, to do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that would basically be a way of spending one resolve for two more dice at this yes. point. Yes. Because you, you, you would have rolled 12 all told mm -hmm. with speed. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you've only rolled 10 thus far. Correct. Okay. Um, all right. So she's interposing I mean, it makes herself. Sense, right. Yeah. She's interposing herself between them and this dimensional mm -hmm. door. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a very narrow space. But right. That's totally what I'm saying. Plausible. This is, this is totally dangerous and weird. Cool. This is a dangerous and weird thing. That's why I thought you would allow it. I yeah, I like it. So spend one and roll two more. You got it. Clear resolve. And da -da -da. No. No. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Doesn't somebody yep, in this group have leadership? I wanted. To, uh. Yeah. Morgan, yeah, don't, don't get away if this yeah, fails. Mor like this is very serious. That's Morgan, why I'm it, agonizing over it. I, I think Claire gets a, a, a bit of oomph from Morgan's kind of pre-fight pep talk and everything, and her arm realigns with with fate. She sees there almost like a ghost in as so, as Morgan kind of pushes fate. In. A different reality. There you go. I mean, Morgan also was telling telling her to get her head in the game because she was pretty distracted. Some very practical help and some very abstract help at the same time. Yeah. All right. So um, I feel like you could. I mean, we've been sort of doing this in a weird, staggered way. Um, you can either roll twelve again. 
maybe just those two. I think two, because throwing away those ten successes is a yeah. I I'm big I'm risk. O- I'm okay with it. Yeah, throwing away ten on ten and a chance for eleven on twelve is not great odds. Two D. <laughs> no successes again. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? All right, well. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'm overloading this shit. Like, I don't, they're, they're, <sighs> all right, well, I guess I'm, if you'll allow it, if you'll allow it. Of course. Okay. I mean, not of course, but yes, I will. Yeah. I was like, I don't know about of course. Okay, well, now she overloads it to add three dice to it to really um, charge it, super, super charge it up. Two successes. Fuck. Okay. So, fuck, those two successes cost a lot of time and energy. Better be worth okay. it. I I I kind of like I kind of like the the interposing of her either like she does have a weird moment where she face shifts through them since they're like kind of like like missing each other mm-hmm. dimensionally and then she has to be like oh no and back <laughs> up a couple of steps. <laughs> <laughs> and emerge from them and kind oh. of thing. Yep. Yeah. There's a there's a, a a a baffle of some kind that regulates the flow of power from whatever the power source is into the emission part of the device. Mm-hmm. And she just very quickly removes that. Just sort of uh, shotguns them both. Just well, wee, 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 wee. <laughs> it it's it's still it still only hits Big E. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But but when when the disruptor hits him, two things happen abruptly. That that dimensional door, weird opening in reality, shuts. And um, for all intents and purposes, you're in the the coldest, darkest place you've ever been. Biggie's form is just just emptiness. It's just cold, dark. Um, weirdly, you can punch it because that's how uh-huh. things work in comic book land. But um, he, it, uh, uh. <laughs> Biggie has uh, has aura, and so you're gonna have to contend with that just from being in its space. This is this is some. Uh, throwback to uh, uh what was the big uh, uh head thing Ralph the floating evil him. guy with the big thank you Drew. <laughs> thank you um okay so that was that was claire um all right mr culture is actually faster than than morgan um there's no real writing surface left except its own sort of presence. So there's this, like, Morgan sees this. Claire can't see anything. It's completely dark down here now. It's it's pitch black. I mean, it was dark before. Some ambient light might have filtered down from the steps, but now it's just completely black. But Morgan's true sight picks up culture's form. That, that eraser smear with the blue splotch. The splotch forms words. Actually, it just forms one word. It's just, no... Right. 
and um, it dives for him. Now, Mr. Mr. Culture is still in so, material, right? Okay. Yes, but it's it's diving toward him anyway. It seems like it's trying to do something to him. Vince is... <laughs> okay, so you can use your willpower or your active defense um, against this. Let's... Uh, can I use martial arts since I got deflect? Okay. Yeah, totally. And and plus, you've you've established in this scene that you you can fuck with immaterial stuff now. Something that if Morgan continued to exist as a player character, he might invest in uh, with another pro like Face Shift or something. But okay, yeah. For, for listeners, I got 11. So, on 12. To Oof. cultures, to 5. 5 yeah. off 14. Trash. I, 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 just, just to trash. be fair, you have you know what? adversity. You know what? I have adversity. Let's see what, what else might happen oh. there. We're doing that 14 again. <laughs> Even worse. Oh, That's no. So funny. That's so funny. Okay. Um... So Morgan's moments of interface with these things are are brief, so he can't like grab it and wrestle it to the ground or something. But what's a what's a brief block or or parry kind of I, thing? I think he, would, he do? would give it the, you know, I don't think Mister Culture is a fighter, so he's kind of got like the head down posture. Morgan would do like the what you do with really inexperienced fighter or a kid and just wait for him to get close and like grab their head and just kind of push him to the side and let him like run into the I mean oh what are those it's it, it the disrespect it's but yeah it's not a head but it's enough like it that he can just he just sort of turns the whole shape aside um yeah there's there's a a a rustle of some kind. Claire briefly sees like something that looks like a a a, a wall of text just sort of flash into being for a moment. There's just like a bunch of weird words on the wall for a second and then they're gone. Um okay. It's a, uh, it's a combat in um the raw shark texts, right? <laughs> oh man. Might be time for a reread of that one. Oh man, I gotta read it again. It's so great. Okay. The big cold thing that is big empty is just big and cold. So, um, I think for Aura you have to use a passive defense. I don't think you can use an active to get away from it because it's an area. I go or his act. Sorry. Well, you. Oh no, you're right. Sorry, that was your defense. Okay. It's it's Morgan's I turn. Just, I, My I, bad. Making choke. Sorry. Absolutely, you're you're good to keep me on yeah. track here. There's a lot of yeah, a lot yeah. of strands in old Duder's head, you. man. Yeah. A lot of um, ends, a lot of outs. It, it it, you know, 
Mr. Culture is there, so I'm going to channel that last bit of oomph I got and where he's kind of, I mean, I know walls and affecting real close. I'm just going to drop a, elbow, a face shifting elbow on him. This is what it's mm. like having a body, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Yes. Oh. Ugh. Six on In a 12. fairly literal way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me just find his toughness. Let me just find his toughness real quick. I... <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I want you to still put got one into this guy, so I'm gonna spend my last two luck die to add to my back. Okay. With for does does luck yeah does luck you do can, that? Does that just add dice? Functions of luck, you can add dice or yeah. Oh, okay. So I got. Oh right, got one okay, more. Okay, I see. So seven over. All right, so that's that's two more. Okay. So you have seven over. All right. Gotcha. You you've uh, I think back in the day, one of the things Morgan did to uh, to train was to punch phone books. And uh, it it feels like you you hit a phone book. You you feel like you just hit a thick wad of paper. Um, you, you made contact, but you can tell from your like sense that it's there. And if you give yourself a second to use true sight, you can culture still up. He didn't he didn't crumple from that. Um. So now it's. It's very cold because Big E is here. Um, that is gonna be actually. I guess this is defensive. Anyone who touches you, oh, okay. Everything in this basement is starting to you can you can hear pipes in these walls starting to like flash freeze and snap. Um it's super cold in here, but um I guess it's just like I was thinking of Aura in the wrong way. It's not just like constantly doing damage to you, it's more like a, a thing when you hit it. Um it, yeah, that's that's probably what I did with, with Malfrost. That's probably why that, that worked yeah. that way. <clears throat> just just say it just say You it are the storyteller if that's what you intended. Yeah. Yeah, you, you do have fiat and things like right, that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I, I I've got too much in the brain. Yeah, so a little clairvoyant uh, brain going on. Let's let's have oh, toughness oh. from both of y'all. Or if you had some other passive defense, that would work too. Three. C. Okay. Four success. Oh. Okay. Uh, 
Claire feels the cold a bit. That's one health there. It's just so abrupt. There's also probably like with her moving so fast, there's all this steam around her. So there's like sharp bits of ice that are just suddenly pop into being. And she's like oh. stepping on them and running through them and stuff. Um, Morgan was sort of like phased out of reality for a second there. So the cold affects him less. But um, there's just like a. You you hear a sound like something, like like wind escaping something through a narrow hole. Um, and again, you feel that feeling of like something trying to build up. Um, Biggie doesn't move, but you know you have the the same sensation that you had before. And it's not that much of a logical leap to say it's it's trying to to do that thing again. Escape thing? Seems like it. I thought the thing would stop but it from doing that. It, that was my it's, understanding. It's trying. It oh, materialized okay. it. It can maybe do it while it's materialized. That's all we did. Um, quick question, Mercury, what's your time situation tonight? Uh, I'd say got another 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll All turn right, to then. a pumpkin. <clears throat> okay. There's. Okay. Rather than playing this out turn by turn, um, let's just sort of go around and, and declare, uh, intentions, priorities, moves, that kind of thing. So. I will tell you that Big Empty is going to try and use its 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 dimensional thing again, but being material makes that really hard, and it also has to build up. So it's very unlikely that that would succeed while you two are here pummeling it. And like, even though it is like somehow its body is just like cold and dark, you can hit it now somehow. So. It's unlikely to be able to pull that off. Culture is not inside of, of a host anymore. Um, but it's he's just sort of like frantic at this point. His whole thing is to escape, but he's confused and doesn't really know how to do it. So what are what are what's Claire's priority or her intention or her move? Oh, let's see. Uh, well, Big Empty's the one who seems able, like, I mean, if, if Culture's just freaked out and kind of helpless or, or ineffectual right now, mm -hmm. then I think she's definitely going to be going after Big Empty. Okay. And so... I think I think there's definitely something, I mean, if she's noticed anything like, you know, uh, uh, propane lines or propane tanks around the construction site, anything hot and ex and kaboomy. Oh. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh -huh. I figure, I figure, okay. I figure, like the way it's been described, that there being some fuel there doesn't seem entirely unreasonable. Do you, does she have any resolve left? She does, but so conceivably there could be a a lucky break where she found something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's what's Morgan's? I. I think I know the the answer to this, um, but 
I mean, Morgan's out of his, you know, mechanically respending resolve to beat the shit out of culture, uh, which was his goal. He had, like, one shot at it. So I think he's just gonna, like, well move up and well on Big Empty. And if he figures out that he's taking damage by being close, like, he'll go up, like, teleport, hit it, teleport, away, you know, as far away as he can. And kind of do that as like mm -hmm, a kind of a yoko, mm -hmm. just go the fuck down. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, if Claire finds a, a barrel of fuel, then I imagine what happens is, you know, Morgan is there flickering back and forth punching the darkness <laughs> until sorry at, at, at one point he zips over to the fuel dips his elbow in it <laughs> yes it happened I almost said something along these lines earlier yeah Claire zips back in with a barrel of fuel and there's a moment where, yeah, some just finds its way onto his elbow and he delivers a flaming elbow. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Good, good thinking, Drew. Good thinking. <laughs> so, okay. So Mr. Culture is going to get away. But you guys, between the two of you, you destroy Big Empty. Um, I think the the unfamiliarity of its form with actual fire is a is a vulnerability it had no idea that it possessed and especially delivered via flying elbow it's too much for this interdimensional drug addicted villain to take so I also really like the idea that with the sort of final blow, Big Empty just sort of dissolves into nothingness, and Morgan is still like a foot or two off the ground with his bow, and he just like <laughs> falls to the ground. And you're in the basement of an old office building. And the detector part of the disruptor is, is still working. It shows a blue dot, a very small blue dot, zipping away and nothing else. All the other members of the con are gone. So let's zoom out a bit in time here. Let's talk about later that day then let's talk about later that week and then let's talk about later that month just a few sentences each and then we'll walk it out so let's let's just do this in a circle everybody has like a paragraph for later that day um for for later that day, let's let's let Morgan go first, and then we'll go Claire, and then I'll go, and we'll change the order for week and month. Cool. 
So later uh, that day, later Morgan, that day Mo- Morgan is stewing that they weren't able to get all five of the con. Four out of five ain't bad. And he's eating some meat tyrant. <laughs> so there's a scene with with the two of them. Not unlike something that we've all seen on the big screen, where after the the climactic battle, there's just two, two but haggard between looking the heroes. Two of just them, like I imagine there's toast. like just a pyramid full of burgers on this table. Yeah, and and near them, glaring daggers at Claire, are a bunch of people who now have to wait another half an hour while they remake everything back there. <laughs> she, it's it's the Mr. Kriya sofa. She's give me the lot. <laughs> I love the lot. What's that? All that you have ready right now. Just I'll buy all of it. What do you have right now? <laughs> My fucking kid wanted a burger, lady. Christ. And so on and so forth. Kid's not a host on a terrifying interdimensional TV show that kills them. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> fucking meadows. Okay. Later that day, Claire. Um, gosh, um, Claire is, um, oh, um, Claire is uh, uh unsettled after the meal, and um, and is is going to spend some time feeling like she knows she should be going to sleep, and she knows she should be like recharging and calming down but she's spread real thin thinking about the things that she learned and she's thinking about um about how she feels that she should be able to be in multiple places at once and how what would that look like with according to the formula and how would that interact with her current power palette and if that would be possible or if that would dilute what she currently has you know because it seems to violate some pretty fundamental principles of matter however she did just learn some pretty core principles about matter. So she understands some real like deep, high level, abstract, like mega quantum mathematics. Maybe having particles be in the same place at the same time isn't out of the question for her. So she's she's grappling with some great big things like that. Um, she emails Fergus back. She's worried about um, the 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 um, whose hands the formulas in. Because there's uh, what's her name? Re, Re, mm-hmm. yeah, Re, Re's out there. Um, Greenwell's out there. Um, she needs to get back in touch with Legion, so she probably sends emails to. Um, and uh, Morgan is of course looped in of all this, but like she's emailing Legion and um, Fergus, mm-hmm. and um, uh, uh, and so she's. I'm 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 picturing yeah. all of this happening inside her lab. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah, she, just she, like she, it's not, it's not a good evening. She's not having a good evening. Like she just, she should be celebrating and she's really just stressed out. There's just like notes all over every surface mm-hmm. in some sort of high tech marker. The mm-hmm. computer seems to be like almost typing itself. There's a bracer and a phone. Everything's just whirring with mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, I wonder if she would even slow down enough to see if people are replying to her. Yeah, probably not. Probably so, not yet, because she's because and also she's trying to write down what she learned. 
she's trying to remember it, right? So she's she's putting yeah. it in her encrypted, backed up mega log, you know, like mm-hmm. her personal journal about all this crazy shit she sure. just under, she learned about. So, sure. And so it's a surprise to her when later that day she hears uh, a voice in her mind telling her oh. at the same time that it's telling Morgan that. Legion has discovered Greenwell's goal, which was to synthesize the work done on Project Fairhaven, which he explains is what his parents were working on and what led to his condition. Greenwell was trying to synthesize that with the fragments he had of Claire's formula from the time that she worked at Lucid and to come up with a way to prolong life indefinitely. And that Legion couldn't get past Lucid's defenses on his own, and he's slowly like repropagating himself because he took a run at them and he was blown mostly to bits. But he has he's sworn that he's not gonna let his parents deaths go to the the personal vanity of this one rich fuck and then he's like also the russian mafia is probably coming here because they're mad that i killed all the albanians so there's that there's a little 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 story seed for one of these days so now later that week let's start with claire oh um actually sorry yeah i'll start yeah, yeah, yeah. You should and, start. And then, yeah. and then we'll go to you. No, that later makes a lot th- more sense. Later that week, Fergus arrives back in town. Um, he and June both... June actually looks just like like she's had a good time. She seems fresh and, and mostly like pretty satisfied and happy. Fergus is weirdly still. His like stuttering and his like little hand gesture mannerisms are are a little more subdued he um he finally got laid <laughs> no he didn't <laughs> oh oh, oh. <laughs> that's not it no give it to fergus he's, let fergus he's, have this he's too sad to be as spazzy as he usually is <laughs> oh no <laughs> i thought he would be happy he uh he shows up at, at Claire's lab first and he's just like uh, I thought um rather than answer on the that I would just um uh, she hugs him he's like oh okay yes we're doing this now mhm mhm but um he with with June giving hilarious color commentary he tells a bit of where he's been and what he's seen including his encounter with people uh, trying to buy Ree's knockoff of the formula and the sort of horrible consequences of that. These other shitty metas popping up across the country. Yeah, he's on his way to New York. What? And, and are... Oh, right. The he's on his way to New York. Project Spectrum. Oh, right. Did we jump ahead that, and do that? I was saying that that or was that... after the... The arc oh right okay we're we're setting up the next thing right that's right so um 
So this is out of order yes. that we've presented to the audience. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Right. So, so he. This is before he goes and, and handles. Claire goes. Okay. Violet and everything. Yeah. Okay. Although in her yeah. mind, she's like already experienced some of that. Mm -hmm. So Which we need um, to decide if that enables her to change things or not. If it does that, uh, because you know, three three types of time travel, right? It always was meant to be that way. If you go back in time and you change something, that is what there what are, did happen in plans. your chronology. Sorry. I know, I know. Then there's I'm the gonna... Back to the Future where you change it, and then there's the here the Legends of Tomorrow where shit changes, but you're aware that the past changes, which I think is really interesting. Hmm. That's a weird one. Yeah, you remember things different. Like you remember what happened to you. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's um there's another time travel model that I encountered in an Alfred Bester short story called The Men Who Murdered Muhammad. Uh-huh. Uh that would be probably worth a read uh for everybody. Alfred Bester Alfred Bester was such a weird talent. My friend Matt Connolly put me on to another one of his books called Golem 100 and I was like why you know in the first you know 50-ish pages I was like why is this book not more popular? This is incredible. He's doing all this stuff with text. And then I got to some of the really raw stuff that happens in it. I'm like, that's why this isn't more popular. This is fucking horrible. Oh, not I, like, I feel like you've told me some about it. Like, not, it's not, like, not, not Twitch safe to talk about, right? Yeah, like not like poorly written, like very distressing. It's like, ooh, Alfred, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Gully foil was bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I super remember you telling me about this, and I, I remember being like, you told me some of the specifics, and I was like, oh oh. Yeah. Anyway, oh. we're not going to go there. He went there. Uh, Fergus basically just gives a a he he gives us a brief summary of the fact that he met a bunch of the other Project Spectrum uh, graduates. He calls them, and he's just like, it's they're not what I thought they would be. Uh. And I, uh, the thing I uh, swore I was going to do, I, I don't think I can do anymore. So I'm just going to go back to uh, my place in town and settle back in and um, think about things for a little while. Um, and he, uh, he seems sort of embarrassed to do this in front of people, but he's like, oh, by the way, June, I forgot. Um, and he hands her a key. Um, Drew, do you want to be June for a second? Uh, thanks? It's a place in, uh, and he describes where it is. Uh, here's the address and a piece His of layer? paper. Uh, no, a piece of paper just sort of like comes out of his jacket and goes over to her. He's like, I have some um, people here in town who work for me, and I didn't know if you had a place to go, so I um, rented you this apartment if you want to stay there. I mean, okay. Are you going to stay in your weird underground hole? Uh, yes. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to getting back. Hey. But you can all uh, you can come visit if you like. Um, yeah, you, uh, Claire, a, uh, that symbolic. Don't have a actual right. 
Uh, no, I, um, I, I'll, um, I'll, I'll know if you're, oh, if I'm you're there. Sure, you will. And she like Probably. reaches out Maybe. and touches your face and just like looks over at Claire and just like winks at her. Uh, <laughs> he just kind of like gets smaller. <laughs> so that happens at some point later that week. Later that week, Claire. Um. Oh, uh, I was gonna say I. I think Mr. Culture and Fergus would be excellent enemies. Oh yeah, it, for sure. If I could, that's kind of that's kind of crossed my mind. Yeah, I would totally throw him at Fergus. That's that's above my pay grade. <laughs> if that happens, if that happens, um, Fergus totally gets the disruptor. Claire totally. Even if she can't help him with the other stuff, she'd definitely give him that. So um we'll see. So 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 for the week, um I think Claire's organized herself a bit better and is preparing for the confrontation with with um Ray now that she knows it's coming. And uh uh so I think she's not stressed right now about the leaked formula. I think her focus is going to be on collaborating with Legion and Morgan, if Morgan's interested, on moving against Greenwell, probably sooner rather than later. And she is she saw how helpful it was to use the formula on herself again. So I know that's a longer-term project, but she's starting it now. Because she's um, uh, uh, very worried about now that the formula is really out, she needs to be able to be uh, not only better to work on it, but also better to protect people from the other from the bad versions of the formula. Because the formula is going to make big bad threats for her, and uh, I mean the leaked formula, the Greenwell formula, and the Ray formula are going to be problems. Yeah, if 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 it's down for Great big it, Morgan's always problems. down for fucking up any situation. Cool. <laughs> Which is why later that week, Morgan, Morgan has he feels like is and Bianca's time is kind of coming, or Bianca's time here is probably coming to a end soon ish. So I think he spends some mm -hmm. times with her, like he goes and has dinner with, like shit he usually like kind of puts off or has been. You know they've been seeing more more of each other in like, a professional situation. Uh, um, right. Oh, you're a weird fate yeah, mage. More, you I'm know, a weird fate mage. He, he was training her in martial arts, and he was trying to figure out her powers. Right. Besides them, lifelong. Um, and he. For some reason, uh, stops making it, you know, weird. Go see Roland. Stops doing that, kind of out of the blue. Um, like he doesn't. Mm. Like he stops seeing Roland. He stops making excuses yeah. not to see him. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, um, I'm right? sorry. I was like, I was like, why don't you? What did um, Roland do? Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think he spends a small period of time in like, we'll see relative like he's still 
training, figuring out his powers. Like he goes to Strix and like, oh, check this out and everything. But I think he spends some quality time with Beast. Okay. Yeah. And if you if you see Claire, she also talks to you about um your powers because she wants to understand. Like your your manifesting of the mystic is has some intersection with the formula that maybe the insights the interdimensional being gave her she can help reconcile because mysticism has always been the sort of like uh aliens okay other dimensions okay mutations okay magic hmm yeah hmm. really he, he, ah, magic huh all right is, is that what that is yeah and can explain it is that he's he can pick backup plan actively tap in that's cool backup plan. Cool. She's like, I gotta go read all those articles about quantum consciousness again. Correct. <laughs> okay. So, maybe we actually don't want to get too far into later that month, because both of our characters have stuff coming up, and very shortly, someone else will be sitting in the chair. So um, <laughs> let's just let's just say that later that later that month, everyone is going to be involved in some what I like to call time fuckery. Nice. And... Well, I mean the 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 Ray thing, whatever, however that goes. If it went the way we saw it originally, or if it goes like if it goes beat by beat the same, or if something's different. Might be a thing to review that episode since it happened before, and it yeah. could be changed since Claire's aware of it now. Like, is she stuck in it? Like, does she have to do it? Find out. Right. We will. And uh, okay, here, here we'll just do we'll just do one more thing later that month. There's a strange incident that they the player characters may hear about in the news where a factory in Spokane, Washington, where most of the fortune cookies on the West Coast are made, has an incident where they have to throw out uh, an entire day's production because all of the fortunes were what the news says is something like compromised or contaminated or something like that. Those who do a little more research find out that the fortunes came out nonsensical until someone started lining them up end to end. And it started to form a weird kind of poetic manifesto or rant which deteriorated by the end into just the repeated phrase, I have to get out, I have to get out, I have to get out, I have to get out. Fuck you, and bitch. With, and with that, we have the end, as we know it, of the Nova Mob. Thank you all for uh, coming with me on this. I know it was a slow, weird start. Totally worth it. And uh, it's been kind of an abrupt end, but uh, yeah, we've done time. Climb back to sitting action. It's not abrupt. An alternate. We've done alternate timelines. We've done alternate mm -hmm. dimensions. What else? Oh, what, what else, else could we right? possibly do? 
Oh, oh, to, what else indeed? To turn up the weirdness factor to maximum, I hand the story back All over. All I to have Drew. to say is, correct. I've got two months to wrap up the final arc, so hold on to your butts. Because in December, yeah. this man is going on sababical, and we are gonna wrap up mm -hmm. the story. So we might have a couple of long sessions. We might, if we can, wing it, and if we have to, maybe two weeks, two days in a week. It really gets down to the nitty-gritty. It's cool. But yes, we will nice. plunge ahead like a flaming hellbow awesome. through a dark sphere of. Awful coldness. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad that happened. That's so great. I'm so pleased. What a telos. Or... Again, shout out Chris Ellis, Flaming Hellbow. I originally yeah. picked that up wherever the fuck he is, whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks well, for that, everyone, bud. Everyone, it has been loads of fun. Blokovich, thank you for such an awesome story arc. Great. It was loads of fun. Yes, thank you. Quit. Phenomenal work. It. Phenomenal work as always. Impressed but not surprised. <laughs> so <laughs> next you. week, everybody, Monday, nine o'clock, standard time. Right back here on Twitch and uh plunging plung in. Right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.